Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> ah, we're all we're all screwed. We're all screwed, Catherine. Hello, dear listener. This is the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. Hi. Sam is on the phones. We will not be um, giving mouthpieces to shitbags like Nigel Farage. Although, if um, if if uh, Tommy Robinson has got a phone smuggled up his anus, we'd certainly speak to to him. Who I think I think he's the only person we can turn to to be um, foreign minister and prime minister and lead us through this Brexit nightmare. He's not foreign, he's native English. Exactly. And then um, what we need to do is we should we should release Tommy from prison. And all he did, all Tommy Robinson did, was break the law and then plead guilty to it. That's all he did. Remember that, guys. And he's in prison for those two simple things. State of British justice. Outrageous! I wonder um, what ethnicity the judge was. Mm-hmm. We should bust Tommy out of prison. Uh, McVicar style Or Papillon style. Not Papillon. Papillon was foreign. We should bust him out of prison. McVicar style John McVicar, Roger Daltrey style And um, we should um, uh, get him to negotiate the tricky path, the torturous... Tortuous and torturous, they're both words, they both mean slightly different things, path that is Brexit. And then once he's done that, let's get him to rescue those Thai boys, the remaining eight Thai boys um, that are are stranded. Because if anyone can do it, it's our Tommy. Let's leave the teacher in there. Let's teach him a lesson. Let's teach him a lesson, taking young lads, potholing, caving like that without the right equipment, without an eye on the weather, without an escape route, as they say in America. Let's leave that guy in there. Let's see if he can survive the monsoon season. If he does, fair play. We'll let him come out and, and face the authorities. But I, I, I think that there's only one man for the job, and that's our Tommy, who is in prison tonight simply for committing a crime and uh, for um, confessing to it. Let's go to um, Pitcher Phil. Good evening. G'day, this is Wally Dingo with your Aussie Rules Roundup. In weekend action, it was North Melbourne over the Suns, Collingwood over Essendon, Eagles past the Giants, Adelaide over St Kilda, Hawthorne over Bulldogs, Melbourne over the Dockers, Richmond over the Crows, and Geelong over Sydney. I'll see you next week. Till then, check out another Aussie film classic, Malcolm with Colin Friel and Bud Tingwell. I'll see you next week. I watched two of... Two of the crappiest films I've ever seen this weekend. 
Amazon Prime, hang your head in shame. Um, once to reason, we're going to have a, here's my prediction. We'll have a general election before the end of the year. That's my prediction. General election before the end of the year. That's something fun to, uh, Before the end of the week, the way before things Before the end of the week. So I watched two terrible, terrible films. Um, well, one was quite good until the last 10 minutes. You, did you dribble? No, it's just that when I drink out of this bottle, it makes a noise. Okay, well, it's Monday. It's going to be a slow start to the week, guys. Um, so one was um, the most beautiful woman in Hollywood. And you got to see her bare bum in it. So I was like, oh, little cheeky, little cheeky bonus. Cheeky bonus, bonus. He said bonus. Um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman. Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah you've got she's to see. not really got much of a bottom. Oh. Nicole Kidman and Colin Firth. Um, and she's got she's got amnesia. And so she wakes up she every day. She forgot to put her pants on. Oh, for Christ's sakes, woman. Where did the bottom come in? Um, just shut up. Sorry, guys. I've got a very, very painful neck because of a, a, a very serious accident that uh, um, that I'm being very brave about. We'll have Too more. much. We'll talk about the accident later on. If you've got a neck injury, 03444991000, you, got, you jump straight to the front of the queue. It's, like, it's basically the same as, as waving a blue badge. Um, although I don't know why you do that. Do you remember when the, the badges used to be orange? No. I think orange is a far more fitting colour to uh, for disability. It says, look at me. I'm I'm not ashamed. Blue's like, oh, move on. Nothing to see here. Just me in a wheelchair, which is what I'm thinking of getting after this neck injury. But more anon, more anon. So anyway, so I watched that. And then I didn't watch the last five minutes because it was rubbish. But I watched the film. And then I watched a film last night. That was basically, it's got two of, basically, it's got the, the modern day, well, I was going to say Laurel and Hardy, but no, it's basically the modern day Laurel and Harold Lloyd, Stan Laurel and Harold Lloyd, right? The modern day, the modern day um, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. Um, the modern day, the modern day Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Um... Uh, Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson. Oh, the the the, the, the two of the you you see those guys' names separately on a movie. You know you know you're in for a good good chuckle. You're in for, you're in for a good chuckle. You see those guys' names together on a movie. Holy shit! You are you are gonna you're gonna pee your pants. You might as well take your pants off unless you like them soaked in urine. Um, so I watched this movie on Amazon Prime, starring the, 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 the two the two most consistently funny men ever. All right, what's it called? Bros. No. We're bros. Shut up. You let's let's make a movie, bro. No, you name a film that either of those that both of those gentlemen or one of those gentlemen is in, and it uh, you name it, and I'll and I'll tell you how funny it is. Swingers. Very very funny. You've not seen it. I haven't seen it, but I just know, I just know, the wedding crashes. Flipping, uh, incredible film. Great movie. Uh, name another one. Hang on, let's just go to the callers. Hang on. Uh, Luke? Luke? Hello? Hello? Yeah, Luke, name, name a film. Yeah. That either Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughan are in separately or together. I don't know. Okay, thanks very much for your call. Wasim? Jesus, what is wrong with everyone today? Why is there like a delay on me asking them a question and them answering it. Wasim? Oh, Ian, how's it going? 
this guy's it's going off to a bad start because the previous caller has annoyed me and you've you've annoyed me. Why? Because I asked you a question and you didn't respond. Maybe there's a delay on the line or something. There's a delay in your head. I was going to talk about Tommy Robinson, mate. Tough. I'm asking you um, about Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson. Name a film that either of them in are in either separately. I don't or... know a film, mate. The last time I saw Owen Wilson was in a psychology advert. Right, that's a funny advert. That's a funny advert, right? That is Quite a. F- that I is... actually went there for a job. Did you psychology? Yeah, I didn't get the job though. Yeah, I don't think they're hard boring people. As, as... <laughs> go on, what do you want to say about Tommy Robinson? Out, okay, Tommy. Mate, I, no, I, I, don't, I, by the way, by the way, from now on, we're calling him this, the, the 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 late night alternatives. Tommy Robinson. That's what we're calling him. He's ours. We are owning him on well, this you, show. You, you could could you could rename the show with him late night emails. Sorry. Nothing. What do you, um, what do, you yeah. do? Do you do local radio breakfast shows? The late night emails because my last name is Lee, and that sounds a bit like E, which is emails. Dear God, is this nineteen ninety seven? If only. Get to the point. Okay, so I don't know if I should have reported this in. A couple of weeks ago, I was driving on the M40, and I was going past Oxfordshire, and in the countryside, I could see a big, big uh, poster saying "Free Time Robinson." And just below it, it says something about F the Muslims or something. Right. Uh, well, that's not... You can't the, pin... Hey, 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 hey. You can't pin that on Tommy. He's inside. Yeah. That could have been anyone. That could have been written by Muslims. That could have been written by literally yeah, anyone. Have, you know, Was it spelled correctly? Well, he said free time wrong. And under there, they wrote something about Muslims, but then they scribbled it out. I think. All right, so you don't... Hang on a minute. So... so oh, here we go. So you're now imposing your own narrative. You don't even know what it's... It might have, might have said that Tommy Robinson at ha- hearts... Yeah, flipping loves Muslim. Oh, you just don't know, mate. You just <laughs> don't he, he, he probably is, man, because he, he's from Luton, isn't he? So. Well, not really. No. Anyway, the, the, you're boring me. By the way, remind me to talk about last night's last hour of um, Howard's show. Oh, you caught... You caught you, it was nuts, man. Was it? It was a woman from Manchester. Sam, do me a favour. Last night, between 12 and 1, just grab me five minutes at random. Five minutes at random. Right? It's this woman from Manchester, right, who's been... And from Man... <laughs> do the voice, I dare you. We'll do it in a minute. We'll come back to it in a minute. Right. So the film was called The Internship. We don't really have interns over in this country. Basically, it's people that work for free. Right? We do. Well, we don't use the word intern. I've never heard the word intern in this country before. You, you, you're nodding your head, but you're wrong. You're not as into interns as I am. Dirty mare. Um, and basically, it was a it was a two hour advert for Google. Right. Because it's set in Google. They kept talking about Google. It was just an advert for Google, right? Stop so, saying Google. But it was an advert for Google. So basically... What did you just say? It was an advert for Google. So basically, what? Google. Google. <laughs> how, would you, how would you say it? Google. From, from India, are you? Sam, could you just say Google for me? Google. Google. What? What, the, what was that? What was that? Google. That, Google. Right. And the story is Vince Vaughan and Owen Wilson are old-time salesmen and they go for a job as interns at Google. <laughs> but there's loads of kids. And I thought, oh, this is quite nice. And it was it was set in Google and it was it was everyone was was it, it was all Google based, right? 
But then there's a bit... So there's them on the team. It's like um, a Chinese guy that's been bullied by his mum. A very attractive Indian girl who's led a very repressed life. Um, A geeky guy. You know. Did the Indian girl end up taking her glasses off and brushing her hair? And wow. No. Oh. But, but and the reason I mentioned she was attractive because it is, it is kind of unfortunately it's important. So they're they're doing all these. They're, they're basically they're, they've got to build all these apps and do all these stupid tests to get a job at Google, and they're losing, right? And so Vince Vaughn goes, Ah, sod this. Let's go out and get drunk. And the oh, kids are going. That's him in every film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids are going, what are you talking about? He goes, let's go out and get drunk. Well, we're going to fail. He said, no, we failed anyway. Let's go out and get drunk. So they went out and got drunk. But they went out and got drunk at like a, a lap dancing club. Yep, that's Vince Vaughn. Is it? Every film. Well, and they're there in a lap dancing club. and with like these, So it's these two old men with these young kids in a lap dance, including this, this, this young Indian lady. And Vince Vaughn, to his credit, he leant over and said, if you don't like this, we can go somewhere else. She went, oh, no, I love it. I've wanted to, to, to I've never lived life. And I want to, now I want to live life. And oh, we're living life. In a, in a Did st- her living life involve her getting undressed? She didn't, unfortunately. Although a quick Google shows that she's not averse to it. Um, anyway, so Vince Vaughn went, what a load of old crap it was. Two hours of just an advert for Google. So I, um, I hereby... I am declaring a fatwa on Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Vince Vaughn Moore. Just just, um, just punch Owen Wilson in the nose. It's quite a big nose. Punch him in the nose. Vince Vaughn, I want dead. Because he you ro- want him dead? Yeah, I do. Because he, he wrote that film. Yeah, of course he did. He wrote that movie. Actually, that's got t- his fingerprints all over it. That t- I didn't. I didn't have time to. I didn't dust it. That actually ties me into one of the topics tonight indirectly because the topic tonight is I think we should bring back the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm I'm not even joking about this now. You see all these people getting away with the most horrific crimes and just getting away with it. Um, we'll have it after the break. Thank you, Sam. Just getting away with it and all of this, right? Crimes such as well. I'll tell you a minute because I I think we should bring back the death penalty. Hanging is my favourite choice because it's British. It's what our Tommy would want, not for him, but for criminals. But I'm reluctant to hang people. He's a criminal. I'm reluctant to hang people because they get a, a brief amount of sexual pleasure at the end. It's it's that's a fact. That is a fact yeah, that right, quite often when a man is um, hanged. He will ejaculate. That's not even a joke. That sounds like a joke from a uh, from a classic Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson movie. That's not. That's a fact. That's a fact because there are sexual pleasure. So I'm reluctant. I'm reluctant to indulge any criminal in sexual pleasure. <laughs> Bad news, boys. <laughs> um. So I think. So what I want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're going to bring back. You want a non-sexy method? We're going to bring back. We're going to bring back the death penalty. Two questions. One, how should we do it? How should we kill them? And two, who would you kill? Who would you kill? My examples are, I've got two examples, both of which I saw yesterday. Absolute assholes, The scum of the earth that stand on the pavement by a zebra crossing but don't actually want to cross. They've just stopped there because they're checking their phone or they're thick and they just stand there. So me being a responsible driver, I go up to the zebra crossing and I stop 
They just stood there, beeping the horn. They... Kill them. Kill them. And the second group of people, of which I would execute, the absolute... I mean, these, these are, this is the lowest of the low, right? The people that leave bags of clothes outside charity shops after hours. And some of these shops say, do not leave bags of stuff outside the shop after hours. Because you just go there. These are the people I would kill. The zebra crossing people. The people that leave bags outside charity shops after hours. Fly tippers. No, hang on. I've not even finished. That's who they are. No, they're, they're not fly tippers. There's nothing to do with flies. Um, and the people... So, zebra crossing, please. This is really important. You, I think you're making light of a very serious issue. Um, zebra crossing... This, this is who we're going to kill. Zebra crossing people. People that leave bags outside charity shops after hours and kill in an even more painful way the people that go through the bags outside charity shops after hours. Those scumbags. Right. Those scumbags deserve to die. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can I add some? Yeah, they won't be as good as mine. All right. Let's see. People at supermarkets yep. who unload their shopping from their tr- trolleys. Yep, yep. And then instead of taking the trolleys back to those little shed things, oh, f- just put them, just prop them next, very precariously next to next to the cars. Yeah. And as they drive away, sometimes banging their car doors, the trolley will start the, to roll. Sets and you it think, off, doesn't you it? Absolute plum. Sets it off. Those guys. Oh no, I'll have them. Yeah, okay. definitely. Another one. Yeah. Today, as I was walking to get my little one. It's a very, very narrow passageway around the back of the school. Oh. And um, you have to be wary of people coming from the other direction because, you know, a certain number you can will I, not pass. Can I just flag up? I will be making a joke in about 30 seconds about Kath's narrow, narrow back passage. Okay. So just carry on. Okay. That's coming. So as I walked, I saw th- not one, not two, but three women walking abreast, two of them with three abreast chair. Yes. Like in um, that Arnold Schwarzenegger film? No. What do you mean? Three women walking alongside oh, each other. So six Two of them had push chairs. Six breasts. I thought you meant in that film with the lady with three breasts. How did they do that? I don't know, CGI or something. Well, I don't think CGI had been invented then. Anyway. GM, GM foods? GM, GMB. Crops. Yeah. They're walking, all three of them. Yeah. Mat, 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 talking nonsense. Mat, 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 walking towards me. Yeah. And I think, well, we can't all go. And they're quite yeah. far along. And they've got push chairs. I will give way. So I stood there waiting for them to come from quite a distance. And I gave them the old thin lip smile of, yep, yep, waiting yep, for you. Yep, yep. And as they went past, not a word, no thank you. Oh, um, they're dead. Dead! Guys, this is a really serious issue tonight. We're going to be tackling serious issues tonight. None of your light-hearted uh, 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 nonsense. Um, this is a serious show. 0344 The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox exactly. with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Jamie East. Now, as well as being on talk radio every afternoon between 1 and 4 p.m., I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about. It's called Talk Film. We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman, Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin, loads of them, and also all of the reviews of the week's big releases. There's a new episode every Thursday, available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app. Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl. If you like it, please hit that subscribe button. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. By the way, I've got a spare ticket for Paul Simon on Sunday if anyone wants to come with me. Uh, so, listen, Howard Hughes, right? Sunday night, 10 to 1. It's nuts show. Absolutely nuts show. Um, and what's wrong with you? No. Okay. Well, you can come to Paul Simon if you change your attitude about my neck injury. We're doing... David Lloyd, my old boss, will be telling me off because it's supposed to be one thought per link. And in... Since we've been back from the adverts 25 seconds ago, we've had seven different <laughs> issues raised. No wonder no one listens to this rubbish. But p- people do listen to Howard Hughes, Sunday night, 10 from 1. It's called The Weird and the Wonderful World of Howard Hughes, right? It's not. It's called, it's called Bullshit! Exclamation mark with Howard Hughes, right? Bullshit! With me, Howard Hughes. <laughs> and, I would listen to that. And um, the last hour, right, was... Flipping incredible, right? It was this woman from Manchester, and she was talking about how she was nearly... Right, she was nearly... Okay, all right. I'm going to say something horrible, right? She was nearly, um, I think, raped um, just outside Manchester. By? A Yeti. Now, now, now... No means no Yetis. Now, for you. Right? And so she has. If anyone knows her website, if anyone heard, can you tweet me the website? And we'll, I want Kath to see it. Tweet Kath at Flipping Kath. So she has made it her life. This was like 50 years ago, right? She has made it um, her life's work to hunt down and log all of the Yeti sightings around the Manchester area. Right? What? What? 
I'm being a little bit mean. It's a little bit white. It's like the Pennine Way and, and the Chilterns and all of that. The Chilterns? Maybe. Well, yeah. No. There's like yet, Yetis spotted. Can someone tweet me and Kath? Um, you mean like on the moors and all that? Yeah. Robins. Like Yetis. And they use, um, a bit like those Thai boys, they use underground cave systems uh-huh. to get about. Now, well, it, listen, Sam has just picked, f- I don't know if this will work. He's picked five minutes at random from last night's Howard Hughes, bullshit with Howard Hughes. In my um, summary of the programme, I've just written down Manchester Yeti. Here we go. Let's have a, this is from last night's show. Let's have a listen. She and a friend, uh, it is mock exam time and they've got downtime from school. So they do what we call in Liverpool, they bunked off from school. Stop it. And they this find is, themselves. This is the account of the attack. This is the account of the attack that started her life, life's work. Go on. Liverpool, they bunked off from school and they find themselves in a bit of a rural area and encounter a creature, not a man in a suit. No. Clearly, from the account that Deborah gave, not a man in a suit. No, no, no. So the big question is, what was it? So we are at the point at which Deborah flees in fear. Uh, her friend is kind of left behind, but uh, <laughs> presumably gets out of this. So um, as they say on the, the sports programmes, Deborah, on Question of Sport, what happened next? Well, I'll be honest, I did look back. I looked back to check that it's she your was up and moving. Or to, honestly, to see if he was coming after me. Dear God, I mean, you Come could have looked back me. and found her in the grip of this thing. Yeah, and he just leant back into the bush and he was gone. He leant back into the shadows and the greenery and he was gone. And I have asked myself every single question that every one of your listeners out there is asking. Was it an hallucination? There was two of us. Was it an hallucination? Stop, this is the language of my people. I don't think I'd even had a cigarette at that point. I was, like I say, I was just 15, so no. I mean, of course, it was cider. Not that, uh, you know, I say this is all deeply illicit and nobody should do this, but it was was cider in those days, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, like, maybe that... I wouldn't have done that, Mum, but some people I know may have done that on the weekend uh, (laughs) when they stayed at their grand's. (laughs) Well, I, I have a feeling they might. So, you know, you're absolutely <laughs> compass mentis, as they say. Yeah. Um, I think what we've got to do is give a proper description of this then. Uh, right, hi- height height, and, um, and what they might this. call general demeanour. Here we go, listen to this. I will try. Um, at the time, I'll be honest, <laughs> in my head, running away from him, he was ten foot tall yeah. and as broad as a house. Yeah. Right? But in reality, I did go back. Reality. I tried to go back three times as an adult and could never do it. Too scared. And then I did manage to go back in 2015. And I'm glad I did, actually, because it put it into perspective for me. I think he was about seven foot tall, about seven feet high, when I looked at the radius of where he would have been stood against my husband. My husband's 6'1". So I think he was about seven feet tall, and obviously he's hunched because he's leaned forward, and I'm looking up at him. I don't remember his ears because his hair covered his ears. The two main things that I remember, I'll be honest, were the jaw muscles because my first and only clear thought was the power in them if they bit. Powerful jaws. And the other thing was his eyes. Because he looked as shocked as I did. He didn't do anything to scare me. The reaction was all my own. He looked as blank-faced as me. Um, He had amberish eyes. There was a small amount of white to the eye. It's very leathery skin. And um, you know Chris Eubanks, the boxer? Yeah, it's a little bit he racist. He that nose. He's got Chris Eubanks' exactly nose. Exactly the same well, I'm, I'm sure Chris would thank you for that. <laughs> no, but anyway, he's that go on, that, that was it. That, so uh, when did he start getting fruity? That got a whole... She was on for an hour. <laughs> an hour. 
talking about that. And then she was talking about loads of people go onto her website and post sightings. Of course they do. They're winding you up. They're winding you up. Of course that's what they do. For crying out loud. But on a serious point... (laughs) Has something really awful happened to this woman and she's covering up with all this Yeti crap? <laughs> Don't think so. Really? She's, this has made it her life's work. I think, I don't know if this is her website, britishbigfootsightings.com. I don't know if that's hers or not. Um, I don't know. Anyway. Blimey. It's well worth listening to Howard's show called Bullshit <laughs> with Howard Hughes um, on Sunday's. John and George, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 1000, The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The North, this is what I learned. The North American Sasquatch, you don't see any genitals. Too shaggy. Yeah. But British Sasquatch... You see genitals. Trimmed. One, one, um, can someone, someone must have been listening. Can someone find me her website? Because there's like a map, apparently, on her website. Uh, oh, here it is. Area research. Sightings map. Sightings map. Here we go. I think, yeah, we go. This is it. British Bigfoot Sightings Reports.com. There's the map. Turns out everywhere. <laughs> are, you on, are you on the website? Go oh, on, I can see it from here. Go on the website. British Bigfoot Sightings Reports. Right. Because there was one, there's one guy reported. You, the thing is, you just go, you just post, and, and I'm not saying anyone do this, right? But there's just a form where you just type in what you saw, and then I think she just puts it on the website, so anyone could could go in with sightings. One guy, she she read out one where um, this guy had seen like a yeti and his and his son walking through the woods. Then she said that they might be interdimensional beings, oh, and right. I thought maybe she was taking it a little bit too far then. But um, let's go to, to Durham. Um, uh, oh. Uh, no, he's just talking rubbish, that guy. Go to Leeds. Um, there we go. Heather Peacock says, I've always loved a mystery, the Loch Ness Monster, um, Bigfoot, etc. It was when I got a new tablet, I was on YouTube watching Bigfoot in the USA. Great, great movie. I came across a video of the Woodwouse. I've never, I'd never heard of. I was intrigued. I joined a few Facebook groups that day. I started seeing the same things in my woods as on photos in the group. I sent some photos in. I've been looking for nearly two years now. This has led me down a path of trying to conserve the beautiful woods in my area, fighting planning applications to chop the trees down for housing. I was never outdoorsy, but now I am. Well, hang on a minute. That's not. That's not exactly a sighting. I've got is one. It? Go on. Hang, got one. hang on a minute. I know what's. I know what's. The Isle of Grain Sus- Sasquatch sighting. Away oh, you go. go on. Hello, Deborah. I'm reporting this on behalf of a good friend, a friend of mine who lives in a remote Kent farmhouse along the Medway on the Isle of Grain. My friend has lived at this property a number of years now, and they experienced some strange goings on. And at one point, they saw what can only be described as a large Sasquatch-type creature, which was on their property on a number of occasions. A tall, hairy, upright creature that looks like a cross between a man and an ape walking upright on two legs. There's a caravan, brackets mobile home, standing on the property, and this has been rocked and banged upon a few occasions now. I bet it has. If the car- if the mobile homes are rocking, don't you dare come a-knocking, because I'm a-docking. I asked my friend to explain what this creature looked like, and what they described the height, they said the creature itself had been seen leaning over a Ford Escort van, and he wasn't standing straight up. <laughs> He's dogging! 
He was out jogging. <laughs> but was hunched over, and the roof of the van still only came up to the stomach on this thing. There were very few houses in the area. If you go there and have a look around, you can clean see how it would be too difficult to get around unseen, situated in the All Hallows and the Isle of Grain. The area is a wildlife haven and is protected under law. As I say, it's quite isolated. There are lots of water sources and a few woods. It gets more wooded if you follow the river not too far away. It's been seen by our friends up fairly close and doesn't seem put off by their presence. I've been invited out to camp there, so I'm going to spend time looking around the sighting spots. We live in the area ourselves on a local farm and have seen what looked like a very large print of something laying down, as if a large animal had made a bed or nest of some kind in the tall grass? Question mark. We are local to a river, power lines, disused rail tracks and plenty of woods and forest. Open and shut. If anyone has seen Bigfoot in this country, God's sakes, don't let Howard get the scoop on this. Let us get the scoop on it. 0344 499 1,000. Whatever happened to that puma? Oh, yeah, the puma. The guy who saw the puma. It was Chris, wasn't it, who saw the puma? was it Luke? Luke, Luke. Yeah, that was it. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.